0: Jason. Morning Glenn. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I want to before we get too far into it, I want to introduce our special guest. We got, uh, Mr. Jerry Hancock sitting in with us for a couple of, uh, for a little bit. He, uh, he goes by Kiati Randy on all the forums and rebel scum days and Facebook. So, uh, Jerry's a good friend of the club and good friend of ours. And, uh, just want to get him on here. He's got an interesting, uh, focus, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but we want to, you know, just have him on, say hey, and how you doing, Jerry? Good. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man.
1: Thanks for being here.
0: Yeah. How's uh, everybody's weeks? Pretty cool. Jerry, cool. you have to say yes. You
2: can't just nod. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm used to this Zoom world, man. It's like, yeah, COVID killed me, but yeah, um, it's good for me. I got, I made it to Friday. That's like the finish line for me. I I teach out in Duluth, so it's like that's once I get to that Friday finish line, it's like nine days I don't have to think about it, you know. So that's nice. Right. So yeah, because yeah. we're Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Yeah. You're on Officially, now I get to start cleaning because we got family coming in. My dad's coming up to visit, so
0: that's the best. Your wife's at the beach and you got to clean the house.
2: Yeah, the maid service. That's what I told her. <laughs> <laughs> the maid service will be coming this week.
0: Do you uh? you had a pretty decent week man um what 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 did you pick up
2: oh um, wow yeah <laughs> um i i hooked up with a seller who's like you know a, a bad cocaine dealer he's just always so convenient and has prices i can't say no to so um yeah i managed to pick up a couple pieces i had uh a loose cloud city playset uh and i had a loose rebel command center and i i don't know man i got in this this box thing and i can't it's like crack (laughs) I, i i i used to collect men on cards back in the late 90s and early 2000s um right when you know the whole prequel trilogy madness kicked in and i i had a few nice pieces but i had a couple of sales through the mail where the bubbles cracked so i really i guess in 2014 we bought our first house i um I lost faith in the bubble thing. I was so worried about the bubbles cracking because its prices just keep getting higher and the bubbles keep getting more fragile. And so I got out of the the mock thing and really just focused most of my stuff on loose. But yeah, I've gotten this box thing now because there's no plastic bubble to deal with. Right, Paper products. I feel like it's a pretty good investment and it is just something about pulling it out of the box when it's like really... Like out of the box condition, so that's been my new crack. as I'm I'm building up this uh, this focus. It's mostly Sears exclusives, but yeah, I, I managed to get uh, a Cloud City playset. I had a really nice box, and I had a nice loose piece, but I had an op- offer to get a box that was basically untouched. Nice. Uh, the box was ratted. the The proof of purchase was cut out of it, and the price was just. I couldn't say no, but I, I was looking at the piece, and um, it looked like there was some moisture on the box or something. And I'm like, "Oh shit, what have I bought?" I thought this thing is coming out of some wet basement or something. So I contacted the seller. Luckily, he hadn't sent it yet. And he goes, uh, "I was like, dude, I was like, you didn't mention anything about the moisture damage." I was like, "I had to look really closely at the pictures." And he's like, "Wow, you got eagle eyes, man. I didn't even notice that." And I'm like, I'm feeling sort of swindled here. And he's like, well, I tell you what, I'll, I'll open it and we'll see what's inside. Mm -hmm. And if it's good, the deal's still there. If it's not, he's like, I'll I'll keep it. So I was like, okay. So he opens the box, (laughs) cuts the seal box. Oh, Jesus. Uh Opens, opens the box and pulls this stuff out. And it's like factory fresh, no moisture damage freaking flawless and uh i i bought it i swapped out my loose set with the untouched set and put it in the nice box and i've got like this freaking gym i got a i got a, a slide bottom acrylic case from afa so i can take it out i got my white gloves
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i think it was a guy at uh at the IC Con last spring he was like he said Touch it like it's your best friend's wife. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I got that and I got the command center, which was in really great shape. Um, the figures weren't bagged or anything, but but yeah, that freaking cloud city man is just oh my god, <laughs> awesome.
1: It's funny that you mention the paper products and and plastic because it seems like Blue Snaggletooth is starting to deteriorate. In- deteriorate in front of our eyes right now
2: yeah john waterhouse lost his it was his childhood blue snag it fell off a shelf hit the floor freaking torso shattered and it's really those yellow torsos you got to look out for because it'll cause it to get this sort of deep green and when you see that it's i think it's getting fragile at that point um Mm -hmm. I have got one graded that I found where the torso is just like pure blue. So of course I put it in an archival case with UV protection. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, the prices are just bonkers on those now.
0: Yeah. I was, I have mine in, in a slide bottom case and I was thinking, I needed the case for something else. And I pulled my snag out and I put it on the shelf and I, that John Waterhouse came to mind and I'm just like, no, I'm going to put it right back in the case, put it right back on the <laughs> shelf. Cause I do not want to take a chance.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah but it's just the prices are just so ridiculous now which I'm jason you mentioned yesterday you thought they were cooling off and and i sort of i'm starting to see that as well
1: yes yeah I, we're about to get into vintage loose um pricing and yeah okay cool yeah spoiler okay. alert it's come <laughs> down a little bit
2: <laughs> yeah I've noticed on the Star Wars tracker, there's no red arrows pointing down though. They're always green and pointing up. Is that his optimism or <laughs>
1: maybe <laughs> that's not what I saw this past week, but we'll really? we'll get into that.
2: Okay. Jason, about you? you or
1: how about you, Glenn? What'd you
0: dude, pick up? Only thing I picked up this week. I mean, I've got stuff I, I don't we've never really made a rule. Do we talk about stuff we ordered that or is, is in the mail? Or do we talk about stuff that when we actually have it in our hands? So we've never really made a a rule. So if we want to talk about stuff that I ordered and I'm waiting for it to come in, I found an Ezra um, pre-production Galactic Heroes. It's a color I've never seen before, but it's on its way from China. So uh, I picked that up off eBay. So it's it's pretty cool. There's no markings. There's no uh, um, COOs on it or anything. So that's going to be awesome. And then uh, the only other thing I picked up was we went over to second chance. We it was great. Well, we would get into it, but uh, we had our meetup yesterday and we'll get more into it later. But uh, as we're sitting down, we're, we're done bowling and we're, we're just shooting the shit. And basically somebody goes second chance. And Mandy looks at me and goes, they don't close till seven. And I thought it was past seven. I look at my watch at six. And I call chance and I'm chance. Are you guys still there? He's like, yeah, we don't close till seven. I said, cool. I'm bringing a bunch of people over. So we went and uh, checked them out at like 6.30 last night. And uh, he had a, like a big Lego Boba Fett flashlight thing that I picked up from him. Nice. Uh, but yeah, they've got their sec, that other room where we had our meetup a uh, month yeah. or so ago. They've got that all set up with a bunch of cases. And oh, it's cool. just, yeah, it's looking awesome. Um,
2: yeah. So- I, I When I saw your post yesterday, I laughed because I was like, thank God I left when I did. Cause Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, I can't go to those places because, wow, I was really impressed with them when we had the meetup out there. Just what a great store.
0: Yeah, they're, they're great guys. And then they're they're expanding. So they're taking um, like their second suite and they're going to put like more girl, uh, have like a little girl focus, not little girl, but have a girl focus uh, and like more vintage stuff, like the higher end stuff on the other end of the suite. So it'll be cool when they get it set up. It is It is looking nice in there.
2: Yeah, their vintage prices, man. I, I was very impressed. I mean, it's much more realistic prices of what I mean, you the eBay prices right now are just I mean, yeah, I get it. You got your fees and so on and so forth. But yeah, I just the prices on eBay lately have just been bonkers. I feel like they're much more in line with the collector community's prices versus eBay prices.
0: Right. And they're always willing to work with you. You know, you make a big pile of stuff. They're they're good guys. I like uh, David and Chance. They're they're good for the community. Okay. You Absolutely. picked up. You picked up something pretty major. Jason. Yeah,
1: I sold my comic books and I Did bought you? yes, and with that I bought a um, pre-production Kylo Ren transforming playset from Micro Machines that never went into production.
2: Cool.
1: So about six of them were recently discovered. And so I got that on the way, and I can't That's wait to get that this week.
2: Freaking awesome!
1: Yeah, it comes with the ray figure, it looks like the ray from like the end of the movie when she climbs the steps. So it comes with that. There's no stickers, it's pre production, so they didn't finish it. And it doesn't have the TIE fighter that was supposed to come with it, but I think it was just a regular TIE fighter with scorch marks on the side. So you don't really need to make a pre production of that because you have TIE fighters around. But
0: where did you can't send wait to me get the- that? where'd you send me the pictures of that
1: uh a
2: messenger it was yeah, on it was a, our chat oh, our chat okay
1: yeah it was it was available on dork side but it never became like available because it didn't go into I production.
2: I saw that address or no it's big bad toy store big bad yeah, yeah i i saw the address and i'm like are they selling these no. i didn't know what was up yeah that's a cool piece man
1: yeah i'm excited to have that so. yeah
2: it's funny how that works though in it I always think about it as like money from the sky, but say like with the the thing I was talking about earlier with the Cloud City playset. So I turn around and sell my loose one with the ratted out box that I swapped out. You always see that as like free money. Yes. <laughs> you sell a piece and you instantly turn around and you're like, "Well, cool. Now I got this money. I can get something else." You you sort of think of it as profit, but then obviously it goes into other. Yep. Things. Well, so, when.
0: Well, when we were talking about later, because he was like, "I'm going to sell my comics," and he's he's chatting with me, and I said, "Well, you could sell it to you know X, Y, or Z." He goes, "Oh, I need money," because he was chasing (laughs) this piece.
2: Yes, (laughs) they're just
1: sitting there. I mean, they're in the corner of my room doing nothing. I'm not looking at them.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Afra is the character to collect, and I had number one, but I'm like, I really don't like that character. Yeah. So why do I have the book? Yeah. Let somebody else enjoy it.
2: I tell you, man. I think it was it you guys I was talking to the other day about the Aura the Singh series. Like, I really got into that. And I'm not a comic book guy, um, but I really got into that series. And I thought that that character could have done so much. Yeah. And then she just sort of falls by the wayside.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. that whole character was weird because she was a late addition to episode one. Yeah, um, I thought that they wanted to add her because they were going to use a female bon- bounty hunter in episode two. But then they went with Zam Wessel. They didn't include or sing.
2: Yeah. I what wonder I if cooler... it was some sort of contract thing or I don't know. I, I, I picked... know the girl who played her was like a, she's a model or something. So I didn't know if it was like, you know, what happened with the, the girls who played the Tonika sister. I mean was it a likeness issue? I didn't know what happened with that.
1: Oh no, they've they during the episode one days, Lucasfilm had that ironclad contract and they covered all of their bases because that oh, was yeah. after the Tonka sister thing, so if you're working with Lucasfilm, don't expect to retain any of your likeness rights.
2: <laughs> They're going to slap it on anything that sells.
1: Yep. Right. Disney, and especially
2: in the age of Disney. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to get into uh, our meetup yesterday? Sure. Yeah. We, uh, we had a meetup, our meetup yesterday and it was the first time we've done this. Jason and I discussed it. Or actually Jason came up with the idea because he'd been to another show, another event in, uh, was it pennsylvania yeah and they had they were basically doing collection tours so you spent the day going from collection to collection versus spending a day in one collection and we're like we could do that here uh especially for people that you know feel like jerry you were saying you know you have this situation where you only have like one room of stuff or you have like a corner of a room of stuff and it would be hard to entertain people for three or four hours where you could do it for an hour hour and a half and people you know people not, not cheated is the wrong word but you'd get the most out of your showing your collection off uh so we figured we could do that here and we did it yesterday and it was it was our collection my collection jason's collection and then a guy uh tim connor's collection who falls into that category you know he's like i don't have a lot of room but we you know i can host if we do it you know do it co- creatively i can host and uh it i thought it went went off really good uh, we've got some stuff we could work out because we only plan like 45 minutes per collection and we ended up yeah. hanging out like an hour and a half because everybody's sitting around talking and you look at the watch and go oh crap
1: gotta move yeah that's my fault because i was just thinking you go into the room you check out the collection you get in your car and you take off and i completely missed the social aspect of the whole event where <laughs> you no know, people hang out they sit down they enjoy themselves people don't want to go boom to boom to boom they don't want to you know, race through collections. They want to chill and meet, hang out with people. That's the whole reason for the.
2: Is it a post COVID thing? Is Probably, that
1: what it is? Yeah, Something like that.
0: <laughs> That's what we were talking. Mandy and I were talking about the uh, either last night or this morning, we're sitting around talking and we've never had this many people over since or we never had people over since we finished our deck. I'm like, no, we, we basically finished it and then COVID hit. So it's been like two years since we've really had people over, which is crazy.
2: Yeah. That thing's awesome, man. I love that. It's like, an extension of oh, your yeah. living room. It's just awesome.
0: Yeah, and I think that kind of led to people because we were just chilling out there, and and before you knew it, it was twelve thirty, and it's like we got to leave in fifteen minutes if we're gonna keep on this time track. But <laughs> yeah. and people hadn't even seen the collection yet. Oh geez. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, maybe an hour and a half is is better for a collection tour. But then if you do that, you know, you're looking at like a five hour day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think if you do it for maybe limited to two collections at that point. Uh, but still, even yesterday, we were the out till eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock. But I, uh,
1: I think we should just do the fall crawl every year and just have a different area of Atlanta not do like a spring crawl or whatever and just make it. You know, the fall crawl is like a summer social winter social. It's a five hour event. It's on one side of Atlanta.
2: There, that's a great that idea. Way. Yeah, that works for me, man. I think it. I think that'll. So what? What? Um, well, I I had a freaking blast yesterday. I freaking yeah. loved it. It was uh, it was fun. You know, it. We we hit that whole northwest side. I like the crawl aspect of it with the stamp at each stop. Um, saw Donnie Lawson posted on the Facebook page this morning about uh, he wanted one of those glasses. I'm like, yep. Oh, had to be there, man. Had to get the yeah. stamp. <laughs>
0: yeah with uh, what jerry's talking about is we actually uh jason um and we're going to expand we plan on expanding on this next year but uh each stamp each place you got a little you had a passport and you got a stamp and at the end of the event if you made it to all three stops you got a nice glass that jason had made uh with the uh logo club logo on it so it was a nice little remembrance souvenir yeah but yeah fun. yeah it was a fun event man it, it Definitely, but but yeah, we were, and then we went bowling afterwards, so everybody hung out and drank and went bowling, and of course, my wife bought a pitcher of beer, because it was cheaper, so (laughs) yeah, I was yelling at bowling pins and bowling balls, and at one point, I went on my backswing, lost my ball, and (laughs) the people were running, and then I bowled a strike, so (laughs) maybe I need to do that every time I roll. Uh,
2: I was in the direct line of fire, (laughs) Jerry was running, going, No! (laughs) It was, it was oh, it was a good day. It's
1: a good. It was fun.
2: Yeah, Tim's collection, man. I'm still, I'm still trying to get it.
1: You know, I had the Willy Wonka song stuck in my head. Come with me, <laughs> and you'll be in a world yeah. of your imagination.
2: It was overload. Yeah. It was, man. I mean, I was like, when we walked outside, I was glad to get some fresh air and some sunlight because you just go into this world. I mean. Yeah. You open the guy's kitchen cabinets and it's boxes of Star Wars cereal. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> and all the girls were like, dude, how? how where do, what do you eat? Where do you cook? He's like, I don't. I eat. And yeah. it was like, oh, even me, I was like, man, where do you sleep? Oh, there, there's let me move some crap out the way. There's the bed. So I guess that's where you sleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's a guest in his own yeah. house. <laughs>
1: There's so much to look at. You're like, what do I look at? And then you, you're you looking at this wall for 15 minutes and you're like, how did I not see that painting? You know, it was yeah. <laughs> everywhere.
0: <laughs> and then there's, there's like a wall and then there's stuff on the wall and then there's another layer of stuff and then there's like a third layer of stuff. So yeah. it, it was crazy uh but yeah all the guys are like if i was single this is what my house would look like and <laughs> if i wasn't like, married <laughs> didn't have kids yes <laughs> <laughs> we even had one guy get on the phone with his mother uh and was like i don't want to hear you complaining anymore and it's like showing her the room
2: <laughs> yeah i keep it localized i'm, I'm very fortunate my wife is, is pretty understanding because like I say we we're in a small place and I have like a corner of the master suite. That's all I have for display purposes. So I'm I'm pretty particular about what I have displayed because, yeah. you know, we just we're, we're limited. So I, I, it's all about strategically placing items and stuff like that. But then my closet, you know, is like a freaking toy store puked in it. And then I've got a storage place about uh, about I guess a mile away, and half of it is is toys <laughs> and boxes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm pretty fortunate, uh, you know, but I also have the rule. If I don't display it, I get rid of it. If I can't display it, I, I get yeah. rid of it. Uh, but, Good rule. Yeah, Makes I'm sense. also at the point where it's like you got to move stuff out the way to put a new piece out. So
2: I love like your your collection. I love because it's got such an it's almost an art gallery type feel mm-hmm. to it. You have so much art in there. That's that part is I mean, obviously, you're you're building cases. <laughs> Dunning, Thank you, but but that that i love the art gallery feel that you have in yeah. your collection
0: well that's what i was telling somebody it's hard because you go to a, a a con and you see all this great art and you start looking at it and they go oh, it's five for 25 or five for 50 and then you're just like <laughs> f it i'm gonna buy more art uh so <laughs> so you end up you end up coming back with a lot of art from a uh from a show because it's, <laughs> it's it's hard to say no
1: yeah. It was fun. Yeah. <clears throat> it's
2: a good day. good day. So
1: let's get into the news. Yay. What's new? Uh, I mean, should we talk about the rancor in the room? Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: that's everything everywhere you go. I mean, it was I, I was I got in like three or four different rank separate rancor conversations. All right, let's have years. the
1: definitive <laughs> rancor conversation right now.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. Go. So we got multiple perspectives yeah the rancor (laughs) at
1: one point was at 5200 backers hasbro released their tier two which was the backdrop with some bones which when i first saw the photo of the rancor and then the white little pieces at the bottom i thought somebody spilled popcorn in the photo like it didn't look (laughs) like anything um and people started to unback it and then they went ahead and did their live stream from a conference room which was you know they released tier two and they waited a while, and then quickly they're releasing Tier 3 and 4. So it seemed a lot like damage control because people were on backing, and they're like, wait, 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 hold on. So they had this live stream, and <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm biased here because they had it felt like damage control. It felt rushed. They didn't have it mic'd properly. The, the lighting was kind of dim in the room. You can hear the echoes. So it did feel to me like it was, you know, we need to do something and turn this thing around, and it didn't help it. The Rancor the, the itself looked beautiful. They had a painted version of it. I think when you have it, like when you do a Kickstarter program, um, for the most part, sometimes they have a finished product. And I think a multi-billion-dollar entertainment company like Hasbro should have a completed Raincore and say, "Here it is. This is what we've got. Slap it on yeah. the table." I don't think they should be doing gray models. Like you're not a small toy company. You should have the resources to. Put the raincore out and show it to us from the start. Uh, I think a lot of people felt like it wasn't a three hundred and fifty dollar toy, right? Two hundred, maybe two hundred fifty. Yes, I do that. Um, but you know, f- there needs to be some sort of value added to the raincore. I think with those tiers, that's that's the whole thing is to get excitement, to bring things that they can't normally do at retail, and if you can't do an ULA. Or a rancor keeper this is the perfect opportunity because they are you know the, the rancor is the showcase it's it's the piece that we're buying into and everything should be in orbit around that so it's questionable yeah. when they do add as much as i love that the salacious crumb i mean it's just a deliberate repack we have this it's coming out let's just throw it on a car people love it and i think the feedback that they're starting to see from the community is that we don't want that we want things that yeah. relate to the rancor um Tony Johnson tagged the start of the live stream at about 5136 for for backers and now it's under 5000. Jesus. We're in the
2: 4900s. Yeah. I mean, I think you have said it, you know, it, I I think it shows the youth of the current Hasbro Star Wars team. Um they're more about building that 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 vibe on the internet on the internet you know building that that sort of campaign approach to it and that's why they're doing the prototypes and and i'll be honest this sort of seems like what happened with, you know the sequel trilogy it was there was no direction when it started really it was more about building this vibe and you oh yeah you get this toy but i just feel like their their youth is showing on this they i think when it comes to building a brand yeah they got that part down but when it comes to knowing what collectors want i think sometimes they miss Mm. the mark
1: it's interesting perspective i didn't think about it because i i guess i think of hasbro as corporate i don't really think of the team that's behind behind the whole project and and maybe they're a little bit younger and they're not the 40 50 year old collectors who resonated who've been with star wars since its conception
2: and I think when you're losing Mark Boudreaux, I think that was that was a big loss, I think, for the team and for the brand because he was that vestige of of the old Kenner days. And now that he's gone, you know, I know that they've made like a public mention of this in in some of their branding and in, in, in that, you know, oh yeah, we've got guys from the Kenner line working on this. That's a selling point for them now, you know, but I don't know that those guys had like the voice and the input that Mark Boudreau did. So when he left the company, man, I just saw that as a big loss for the brand.
0: Yeah, I, I just think they lost when when they announced it at three fifty. It it lost a big a big chunk of people because uh, you know, like with the with the uh, Ghostbusters thing, that's at four hundred and it has lights and you know all the all the things, uh, you know, lights and sounds and everything, and the Rancor just sits there. You know, I think if they were gonna yeah. do it at 350, they should have said this is what you get for 350 and said, you know, forget the tiers, you're getting the rancor and you're getting all this other stuff. And then I think they'd be okay. Yeah. But you know, the unless they do that, I don't think it's gonna get back.
1: No. Yeah, the first the first tiers at eleven thousand. I think they're just gonna barely make it to nine. And if they don't, they're gonna extend it a little bit. But I think Hasbro has shot itself in the foot. I think it's like like uh Jerry is saying there that they're showing their their age and inexperience i guess when it comes to dealing with older collectors and that's who's collecting this stuff it's not the kids it's right. it's the older generation and you know when you see campaigns like Face saying no ula no mula you know i know hasbro <laughs> i know hasbro looks at this stuff and i know right. they see it and i yeah. know they're part of these facebook groups and when they see that they're ignoring it
0: yeah right because i mean well, what would it have cost them? $100,000 do, to do that figure, the ULA? Uh,
1: anywhere between a hundred to $500,000.
0: you are right. And it's still something that, just like what they did with the Yak Face mold, they could have released it later. Yeah. You know, re-released it later because, you know, you do a special paint or you do a special uh, card or you do something that says that it came with the Rancor and then you could release it a year or two later and be fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could have put dirt on our feet because she's in the raincore pit, and then you could release it during the 40th anniversary Return of the Jedi with clean feet. I mean, that's just little things like that that could have made the difference.
2: Could they? Could they use? Could they have repurposed some of the parts from the old Slave Leia that they did early I don't in the think line?
1: Think so. They're, they're also, you know, there. That brings up a good point because they've kind of stepped away from that line. You know, they don't make, okay. I guess, what they call her Hut Slayer, Hut Slayer Leia, and so would they want okay, another yeah. female who's captive slave to java maybe that's yeah. maybe has um lucasfilm was like no you got to stay off of that one
0: and that, that and they didn't want to make
1: a half naked man for the raincore keeper
0: <laughs> or <laughs> half i mean you know Ula is half naked too so i mean maybe <laughs> they just don't like having naked uh figures
1: but the Gamorian guard they could have made one that split apart in half and then right. you could have just the oh, feet been dangling cool. you know from the rancor's <laughs> mouth
0: that would have been cool well, the th- they were also talking about how the the rancor's mouth you had to make it a certain size t- so that guard to fit in it. So, but the yeah. thing I didn't like was that rancor's all rubber. Uh, you know, even the horns were rubber on it. You know, you just they're, they're making a big deal about it feeling you know skin like and people were saying that the uh, Jabba's already they're having issues with their Jabba that they did the same thing with and
2: Jabba's only a couple of years old. Oh really? <laughs> you talking about the one that came that came with the um, the black series was, or with the? Um- They came with
1: the sale.
0: I'm assuming it's a San Diego comic-con one or the black series as Jason's looking at his job. Yeah.
1: Mine looks fine right now. Wow. I do think
2: I know the old Walmart, you know, legacy, the 3.75 inch, that one, that thing turned, turned to jelly for a Mm -hmm. lot of people.
0: Maybe that's what they're talking about.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, I just, I think they totally missed the mark with that figure. Uh, but like I said, if they were going to charge 350, they should have just released the tiers at the same time, and you, you could have got all. Because they truthfully, they could have released all those figures on the tiers and then done like, okay, now we're going to do give you an Ula. Now we're going to give you the Slave lay. Maybe they could have brought back the Slave Leia, done a Hut Slayer Leia. Because if they would have done that, just released it with the Rancor, people would have lost their minds. Yeah, just for that figure.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And, and, you know, you hear people on Facebook groups saying, no more repacks, no more repacks, no more repacks. And Hasbro's like, guess what? Here's a repack. You guys excited? (laughs) It's like, are you not paying attention? I think I would prefer eight figures a year brand new as opposed to 30 repurposed, repainted, repacked figures.
2: Right. And I know. Oh, the days of 60 plus figures a it's year over. you know Right, <laughs> most of them being and, and
0: i know that people say with the marvel legends they reuse pieces which i think we'd be fine with that you know they reuse a torso they reuse legs or arms or whatever and just repaint them we'd be fine with that in the star wars world if you know we were getting new figures
1: i mean yeah. jedis are perfect you could reuse the torsos and the robes and just slap new arms and legs and heads and that's okay for me because that's there's some newness there right and that's a way to save money and it's creative but i mean carbonized like why aren't we getting carbonized marvel figures you know
2: yeah yeah i I just i have no interest at all in the carbonized thing it's just so gimmicky i it's almost as gimmicky as these goofy christmas (laughs) variants that they've been doing lately i'm just like uh yeah what if they did a a
1: holiday because there's a rumor of a holiday chewbacca what if it's a life day chewy (laughs)
2: that would be cool with the robe and the orb yeah I still say I am hoping that maybe with the interest that Favreau's shown in it and you know they we might actually get some elements of the holiday special in the future I'd love to see pretty much anything I I would buy it in six (laughs) inches and
0: (laughs) and you're not even a six inch guy (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) so yeah that's all I have to say on the Rancor any anything else
0: News wise or Rancor-wise? Rancor wise? Like, Rancor, I think. Rancor, Rancor, yeah. No, I'm, I'm said, are my we piece. beating a
1: dead Rancor? We, we, now? we
0: really are beating a dead horse. I really do. Cause, <laughs> yeah, none of us are going to back it and not at 350. I've got other things. And and like I keep saying, when when something like that pops up, it's like I could spend 350 on the Rancor or I can go buy a vintage piece that I've been looking for. And I'm going to go buy that vintage piece that uh, I've been looking for. Always, I'm going
1: to be controversial always. and say I will back it. I don't think it's going to go forward
0: though. Yeah, when are you when are you going to back it? Wait till the last minute. Last day. Well, if I see if I see
1: we're hours away and it's at you know fifty two hundred, like why bother backing it at that point?
0: Right. Because
1: it's it's sending a message to Hasbro, and if I back it at that point, and that's why I'm going to wait till the last minute. If I back it at that point, then it's just another vote towards you're doing the right thing, Hasbro, and I Mm -hmm. think the message they should be receiving is you are out of touch.
2: Right. Yeah. With yeah, customer. A good call. And maybe that's why you're seeing those numbers drop. Is you know the awesome. collectors are sort of like, we're done. We we don't we don't agree with the direction that you're taking right now. Because yeah, we're you know we we have to vote with our wallets. And I'm not just gonna you know I'm not a completist. So it's easy for me to say. I know some people are completists, and I know Jason, you were once a completist, yeah. right?
1: I'm not getting the.
2: Uh, <laughs> I would have never guessed from the back. No, I'm
1: not getting the credit collection stuff. So. <laughs> I'm not a completist, but um, I think the other thing is Hasbro shouldn't be doing three or four campaigns at the same time because I, there's a yeah. number of people who've said, I've backed out of the Raincore. I'm backing the Proton Pack. You're, you're giving yeah. people the opportunity to pick and people don't necessarily have a thousand dollars to back three projects at the same time right before Christmas.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Because GI Joe's got one too.
2: Especially at that scale. That was another conversation I had yesterday. Was the scale is just prohibitive as far as yeah. space.
1: That absolutely like so. you, there's very little that you can do with playsets and vehicles in the Black Series line because it's just so big. Um an X Wing yeah. that's what she as said big as a... <laughs> an X Wing would be as big as a coffee table. The Falcon would be as big yeah. as a living room.
0: Yeah. I think if they were going to do the Falcon, they should, Falcon, they should do a just the cockpit, and I think people would go
2: crazy for Uh-oh. like a, a diorama.
1: Are we doing a Falcon Falcon yeah. thing now? Yeah, <laughs> AT, AT, at
2: It's an eight. I told you. It's 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 a Star yeah. Wars thing.
0: But I a think fa- if they did, you
2: <laughs> Hey man, but yeah, I think if they were going to
0: do the Falcon, they should do the cockpit. I think people would go ape shit over it. But anyway. Yeah,
1: Sideshow did that at one point. They did a cockpit that lit up, and it looked beautiful. But, I mean, you got to you gotta ask yourself, is Hasbro going to do something all new?
0: <laughs> no. Well, and then while I'm thinking, I, I, I know we're beating a dead horse, but I'm, I know we're thinking, you know, all the molds and everything. But knowing how they make figures, they hadn't even made steel molds for that thing yet because it's probably all been silicone. And, I mean, they've got a lot of money well, invested into it, but they don't have what it's going to take to bring it to production anywhere, yeah. you know. Near invested in that figure yet.
1: uh Moving on in the news, December fifteenth, market calendars, Disney Plus. There's going to be some sort of Star Wars action figure show. You'll go to Lucasfilm, cool. and you go to Hasbro to learn about the Book of Boba and the action figure creation process.
2: So Very I'm interested cool. in
1: that because, as we've kind of mentioned in the past couple of weeks, you know, I missed the days when there was a massive media release. on top of that you'd go get all the figures you know the first wave of figures and that that's that's over and so it would be good to see what they're doing for book of boba
2: yeah yeah i have to say with the with the media thing though it's funny that star wars isn't really doing it as much but that's become such a mainstream of the movie business now you know star wars is sort of the originator of the marketing the mass media blitz kind of thing and You know, I was noticing the other day, I was in the checkout line at Publix, and um, Paul Rudd, Sexiest Man Alive, at the same time as the new Ghostbusters is coming out. It's all orchestrated. (laughs) It's all the buzz. Star Wars started that whole Mm -hmm. thing. You know, cereal boxes and Puffs Kleenex and the Burger King glasses and, and, and this media blitz machine and it's so such a part of hollywood now they do it like every big budget movies they've got the whole marketing campaign and these little subtleties magazine covers so everywhere you look there it is sort of staring at you
0: right yep
1: absolutely yeah episode 1 did that i mean you couldn't turn your head in a store without seeing some episode 1 diapers or episode 1 <laughs> soap or episode hey,
2: sequel trilogy did it too i saw like you know ray ziploc yeah, bags yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can get star wars paper towels
1: star wars band-aids exactly. star wars the flamethrower
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean
1: <laughs> mel brooks did that on purpose right and that yeah. was before the prequels we so. were,
2: well we talked about that yesterday jason about that the whole you know with the the marketing blitz and and oh my god it was they they experimented for Gen Xers, man, we were the guinea pig generation. They is anything as far as marketing is concerned, they learned it with us. We are happy meals and Saturday morning cartoon toy spinoffs. <laughs> right.
0: Well, because think about it, how many how many toys were made off of a cartoon? Or they were like, no, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. People were making cartoons to sell toys on our day, you know. Yeah that's how he man came up that's how we got masks that's how you know two of the best (laughs) toy lines that we had were because they wanted to sell you know they made a cartoon of it (laughs) yeah, or made the cartoon to sell toys rather help you know anyway
2: what's like in the episode of toys that made us with gi joe the guy he's like it was diabolical how we suck dollars out of little kids wallets i mean there there were no ethics in no. that business <laughs> it was all about money no man. could you how can we get kids to buy right. it?
0: <laughs> well, it shit could you imagine being the guy that sold gi joe to them for a hundred thousand
2: dollars oh my god poor guy <laughs> you can see it's still heartbreaking to his son you know this idea that man yeah oh, that's depressing <laughs> it is very much um it is a cutthroat business,
1: boys. Yes. We'll get into the Lucasfilm news in a little bit. Let's go to Galaxy's Edge. Oh, Disney oh. did mention on a uh, investor call that there's expansions that are being considered for Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. Perhaps they're trying to add some value to the Star Cruiser because of its price. To say, hey,
2: I heard it was a restaurant. They were talking about building onto the back of Ogas and doing a full fledged restaurant as opposed to like the 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 window pickup really thing that's what i heard i can't remember where I, what source sense. i saw that they said there was some unused space yes. behind oga's cantina and it would make sense where if you came in and oga's is sort of the bar you hang out at the bar until they have your table ready you know it's sort of the dynamic works. Right. Well, that well, was, that
0: was to, yeah I go mean, ahead
2: that was supposed to be the original plan right. for
0: oga's is they were going to have a, a dinner show or something behind there and oga's was the pre-show uh, that
2: might be the expansion maybe yeah, that. Yeah, I, I saw that news too. It uh, sounds interesting. Where did you guys see the video, Glenn? Did you say something about a video about the Star Cruiser? Is that um, on YouTube? It,
0: yeah, that was in the. Uh, they were doing a conference, or uh, convention down in Orlando, and they were doing some uh, Star Cruiser stuff. Yeah. That's, that, oh, cool. They were on yeah, location. They have. There's video of the Star Cruiser. Oh, yeah, I There's check that video off. of the dude, whoever, because uh, Josh Tomorrow. Josh. Yeah, you, you know names better than me. Josh Tomorrow lighting up the lightsaber. There's him in the lightsaber room. And there's him on the bridge of the star cruiser.
2: Cool. How's that lightsaber? It looks pretty
0: badass, but the 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 duel, the lightsaber training looked kind of cheesy. It yeah. looked cool because you know the technology exists to do it, but uh, you know you're basically standing in a room looking at this thing that shooting lasers, basically light beams at you, and you try to hit them. Yeah. Uh, so it it looked yeah. like you were holding the lightsaber, you know, straight up, and then you know it wasn't and then you're doing like this kind of stuff so there are you know you're holding it upright and you're just kind of mm-hmm. moving it left to right and there was not a whole lot of uh aerobics or a- acrobatics going into it uh, which you know maybe gotcha. that's just Josh doesn't know what he's doing or he's just trying to keep it simple but i mean it looked cool but i would i i don't know i'm so torn with the star cruiser i was I,
1: disappointed by it
0: i am i'm trying cuz i think what they they're doing with the star cruiser is they're like, this is what we promised them from Galaxy's Edge, and they got disappointed. So let's do the star everything we promised them from Galaxy's Edge and charge them five thousand dollars for two days.
1: But it looked it looked like a cheap <laughs> escape room experience. Like it, yeah, they, they showed us that lightsaber that ignites from, from the hilt, and that's right. not what Josh had. It was uh it had the white pole in it that when he flipped it on, it turned blue. Right and then, like you're saying, it's okay. light beams. So the light beam goes out, and all you have to do is move the lightsaber over there. Like you can do the exact same thing with a flashlight. To me, yeah. <laughs>
0: to, to me, it
1: felt like there was no value in that.
0: Right. And
1: then the, it's
0: like the old inflatable. Yeah, loud. exactly. Well, yeah. And what Jason's saying is right because there's no way, from what I've seen about that one that ignites, there's no way you could use that in the uh, the lightsaber room because it's just filament or something. It it if you moved it, I think the the whole thing would collapse. So it's literally you've got to hold it in one spot to get that effect. You, you know, and then when you have the light bulb, basically.
1: And then uh, they move to the, the, the bridge of the Star Cruiser to show off a battle. And so you have player A moving where you shoot the blaster, or the your 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 guns, your wherever you fire, and then person B is actually hitting the fire button. So it's a lot like the Millennium Falcon ride, where one person's doing one uh, thing, and another person's doing another. So you're working together. But again, it felt like... Like the ship didn't move, like there's no lights flashing, it just felt like a cheap escape room experience to me. And I'm like, is that worth six thousand dollars for two nights? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Right. I want to hear in the
1: space either, by the way. So, like what you see on a video on YouTube is is completely different than what you experience.
0: Right. I mean, maybe they will have lights and stuff going off, you know, when it comes time for it to go live, and they were just kind of showing it off, but yeah, I'm just, I'm concerned because I know Ashley, they were did a whole press event and uh, Ashley Eckstein uh, was there and she did a live video and she was talking about it. And it just, it really felt like what they promised us for Galaxy's Edge and they couldn't give us. Now they're putting it into a $5,000 uh, experience.
1: Ooh. Yeah. And so like there was expansion pad behind the first order area in Galaxy's Edge, which is kind of behind Olga's area.
2: That was what yeah. I understood, that area back there. And I will say that the you know, over next to where the Kylo Ren interaction thing is, there's like a first order gift shop right there. It felt so temporary. Yeah. I wonder if all of that's gonna be where they're gonna be expanding from. But I would
1: right hope it would be a ride or something, not just here's a bar. Yeah, no, it needs yeah.
2: it
0: needs to be a ride versus a restaurant bar thing.
1: And I also thought it was like a 2028, 2030 kind of expansion. I didn't think it was going to be that close, but if they're already starting to talk about it, you know, who knows?
0: They may be just doing that to get strum up business for galaxy's edge too. Cause I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I think we're as much as I love it. I think we're, we're all kind of like disappointed by it. And I want to go back. Don't get me wrong. I can't wait to go back. It just, I'm good. My expectations are going to be way lower next time.
1: Yeah. It kills me to talk like this because I want to love star Wars. I don't know if I'm just getting old and bitter or, uh, <laughs> and the imagination <laughs> and the wonder starting to deteriorate or what, or if they're just, you know, putting shit in a box and slapping a label on it and say, here, kid, have it.
0: Right now. I, I get what yeah. you're saying. It also sucks. And, and I know I keep saying this every time we, we bring it up, when you go to universal, And you go to Harry Potter world and you're like, okay, I've seen this in the movies. I've seen that in the movies. Uh, I mean, I binge watched Harry Potter just so that I could experience Harry Potter world better. Uh, And as you're watching Harry Potter, you're like, okay, I've seen all this stuff before and now everything's making sense. Whereas when you go to galaxy's edge, there's just no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, And I was talking uh, to Susan about this yesterday that I think within five to 10 years, the Canon quote unquote, canonness of, galaxy's edge will be gone and it's just yeah. going to be a hodgepodge of stuff because people are going to go there and they're going to be like where's the mandalorian where's baby right. yoda where's Bubba fett where's this and they're like but they don't exist in this time frame or uh, they're going to have to do either the the festival thing where they bring people in or they're going to have to do the world between worlds thing they're going to are they're going to there's three yeah there's three ways they can do the festivals they can do the world between worlds or they can just say forget the canon and have everybody in here at one time yeah But the cool thing that I saw that just because I'm a, I I love wampas is they they're doing something like some kind of animatronic thing with a guy in like some really badass looking stilts. And then he's got some kind of arm uh, brackets on him, uh, uh, armatures or whatever that go out another five or six feet. And when they're showing them, they're, they're not in a costume, but the feet are white and furry. And you're like, they're yep. setting up for a wampa.
1: That looks like a wampa. So that's cool. And it's like, it's this whole- the- it, you it's,
0: know, it be. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jason. Go ahead. That's I get excited too. The seats.
1: No, no, it's it's called Project XO. And it is Disney's got different characters at different sizes. And they're limited to people size. And this is a way to. And, and the beast is, you know, bigger than what they put a person in the costume for, for example. So this is a way to put people on stilts. The problem is when you have a bigger character, you have bigger weight, and it puts a lot of stress on the actor, the performer. And so Disney's trying to find a way to make it lightweight, which they've done. They've 3D printed muscles. So it's like a wireframe muscle that they'll put underneath the costume, which doesn't increase weight like padding would. And so they're able to perform. And like you're saying, this person had white feet, Wampa feet. I mean, you're going to see a Wampa walking down Galaxy's Edge, and that would be amazing. Right. The thing the thing I worry yeah. about is they do a lot of this kind of stuff and then they never go forward with it. Right. They've done this before with like droids. We were supposed to get droids in Galaxy's Edge, but then it became a lawsuit. And the lawyers were the lawyers were afraid it'd be a lawsuit. Some kid walks in front of a droid and the droid runs her over or him over whatever. Right.
0: Well, uh, but that's why you could pay five thousand dollars and see it in the Star Cruiser. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and I, I think at least with having a person in a costume, you'd have more control over it. And if you could have a couple of handler handlers with them, you know, trying to do crowd control. And, you know, maybe you're not going to get stepped on.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be more like a Megatron Optimus Prime experience if you've gone to Universal. They're they're kind of like housed in a small area where you just walk up, you take their photo. They don't move. They just I mean the, the actors move, but they they're pretty stationary. They don't move around where they can accidentally bump into you so you know get your photo with the wampa
0: right well why would they spend that much money making it mobile if they're unless they're going to stay you know keep it in a they can move around in in whatever you know whatever enclosure they have
1: yeah i i think
2: but how are they going to pull off how are they going to pull off a hoth creature in the florida exactly
1: (laughs) 10 minutes at a time
2: not to mention the poor guy or, in the suit. In 10 minutes, that's all or, you got. <laughs> or like,
1: um, like I was saying, they're stationary in one place. It could be an air-conditioned room.
2: Yeah. yeah. They could make
0: it look like Hoth at that point. And then, you know, they could have a little bit more movement than like Megatron. Because I think Megatron's pretty, almost, his feet are almost planted or something. I don't know. I haven't seen, I haven't paid that close of attention. But I know they don't move around a whole lot. It's like the, when you go see Blue in the, in the raptor attack, he's, you know, pops out at you.
1: It, it was funny yeah. during the uh, Star Wars weekend days and uh, at uh, MGM. It was MGM. They would do a whole weekend of Star Wars stuff, and I think they hired the 501st to come in because Disney didn't want to produce the costumes, so they would hire the 501st to come in and perform for people. And I was in line for Darth Vader, and I was like the next person, and the the person handling Darth Vader was like, "Hold on one moment, Darth Vader will be right back." And I'm like, "Okay, so there's a changeover <laughs> happening." Darth Vader comes out, and I think he ate like a turkey or something. <laughs> like, it was a completely different body size than the first Darth Vader, so it was just, it was funny, and and so I think that's what they would do for a wampa.
2: The other guy, like, dropped 30, 30 pounds water yeah. weight. <laughs> what the heck happened?
1: <laughs> so, that was all the but galaxy. The, heat,
2: the Florida sun in a black costume. Right. Would
1: do. Yep. <clears throat> um cutting over to lucasfilm real quick kathleen kennedy has allegedly extended her contract through to 2024 for good or for bad right it'd be interesting because we've we've talking about it you know in 2025 do the release of action figures change is this something that kathleen is you know kind of putting the brakes on or what so we'll see
2: i've wondered that i've wondered that if that's some marching orders coming down from disney because that's the kind of draconian shit they do (laughs) yeah but like why is it good for
1: marvel but not for disney or for lucasfilm so i don't know
2: i well you think about the politics of all those years of back the vintage days you know where the female character didn't sell philosophy and then when you know Force Awakens came out and there weren't enough Ray figures, so then they overproduced them and I don't think they've gotten that worked out yet. So, you know, you go to walk into Ollie's now and you got a wall of Rays. Right. <laughs> Is that the after effect of that whole thing? You know?
1: Yeah, like just because they're the loudest doesn't mean that they're the majority. Right. Yeah. People are screaming, where's Ray? But if it's 50 people screaming at the top of their lungs and you got a thousand people in the room, you know, it's like, what do you listen to? (laughs) Petty J.
2: The politics, the whole thing.
1: Petty Jenkins.
2: The force is female.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Petty Jenkins seemed to have stepped away from Rogue Squadron. I'm not really sure if it's indefinitely or or permanently um, due to creative differences. It's not really confirmed because nobody's. At Lucasfilm has said yes this has happened it could just be more anti Kathy rumblings but I was really excited about Rogue Squadron I haven't read the books but I understand it deals with PTSD and depression so just to add more dimension and, and character to, to the characters would be cool to have in, in movies
2: I'd heard rumors that, that she was not happy with the script that's I don't know how much truth there is to that yeah, but,
1: you know, that's, that's the rumor
2: speculation
0: yeah, there's there's that. And then you also hear that uh, Lucasfilm is is very hands on when it comes to scripts and stuff. And, and they don't let people have that much leeway. So I think that's sort of what happened. It could I be get, what happened.
1: I get that because, you know, Rogue One was supposed to be a war movie. And they I think they had an edit where it just too much of a war movie. It didn't feel like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then what happened with Solo, you know, you'd want to make sure you rein it in a little bit and have some control at the start before it gets out of control when it's too late right so i understand
2: that's why i wonder about with the sequel trilogy it's just like i have a hard time believing that they went into this you know huge purchase on the part of disney and then just randomly said yeah let's just see what happens with the story and didn't have something already in place or was that the case? And they learned from that, and that's why they've been so hands-on with everything that's come out since.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's all speculation, unfortunately. But I mean, we can only do our best guess, and that seems as good as any, right? <laughs> and then the last piece of news this week, Glenn. Do you want to take it?
0: Oh, I just had it up, and I who would they? They just they they announced an Natasha
1: Liu. Lou Bordizzo
0: She's gonna be Sabine. She's gonna be Sabine
1: again. That hasn't been officially <laughs> announced by Lucasfilm, but it's you know in Variety with, in, or Deadline, and those are pretty big trades. They don't typically announce things like that if it wasn't true.
0: Oh, dude, I'm yeah, woo. I I am so trying to keep calm for this Ahsoka series. Are
1: you wearing your brown pants?
0: I am trying to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I am oh, I don't want to get excited because I am just I'm overexcited about the Ahsoka series because it just it's gonna bring back all a wave of emotion. And like I've been saying, just give me two, three good episodes uh at least close out the rebels i don't care if it's just two or three episodes you know you don't have to do the whole ahsoka series on the rebels but while they bring back sabine you know it's going to be on um because you know they're going to be looking for ezra and Thrawn, and they're both got to be in this episode and just don't do the thing where that ends the season you have you find them and they turn around and then it goes to black and you got to wait another three years for them to make another season don't do that to me but this ahsoka series is just I've got goosebumps thinking about that series because, wow. I mean, I love Boba Fett. I'm looking forward to the book of Boba Fett, but Rebels has just been where it's at for me the past few years. And, yeah, wow.
1: Yeah, so Can't the wait. show's rumored to film next year in 2022 up through the fall and released in the spring of 2023. That's not official. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't want Rebels season five. Ooh, I, yeah. want, I want it to be about Ahsoka. And I don't. I want. I want a ah- so. <laughs> I want Ahsoka <laughs> to be the focus in her character development and the path of the Jedi and her choices and her living with the choices that she's made. It would be great if Sabine and Ezra are kind of on the sidelines, coming in and out of the story as they progress to try to find Thrawn. Mm-hmm. I just don't want a continuation of of rebels.
0: I think it's going to be a combination of the of the two because uh- I'm okay with that. Hayden Christensen's supposed to be playing that too. So he's going to, you know, her and Anakin, you know, seeing some flashbacks from Clone Wars for them. It's, I'm just, I think it's going to be an amazing episode, uh, amazing series, just because, you know, watching Clone Wars and and seeing that relationship form, and then we're going to get to go back and revisit it in live action. If they do both, I think it's going to be a combination of the two, which is going to be a mind-blowing series for a lot of people. Because I think she's the new Boba Fett. I think she's kind of taken over where Boba Fett left off uh, for people. And she's been top of mind because it's only been a few years for her versus Boba Fett where it's been
2: like 30.
1: Yeah.
2: I think it'll be a good way to to sort of tie those worlds together because – for me personally, I, I'm I'm not a fan of the animation. Uh, I, I've tried to watch Clone Wars, never could get into it. I've never watched any of the Rebels episodes, so if they did that with the live action, that would give you know fans like me who might not have been into the animation a reason to go back and and, and make a point to watch that. Because, yeah, i just I don't know. I even with with the old cartoons, you know, with the droids and the Ewoks, I never really got into it. Although I have to say, I've been watching droids a little a little bit,
1: trippy. But... <laughs> yeah Trades it is, is trippy
2: <laughs> it got a nostalgic feel is it was, you forgot how bad 80s <laughs> yeah. cartoons were but uh but yeah with the clone wars i've tried to watch that like three times and i just never can get past you know two or three episodes into it and just it doesn't hold my interest but if if you tied those storylines together with the live action show you know that would that would give me reason to go back and and, and learn that that part of the lord I, you know? I,
0: I mean what you said is is right because lucasfilm is good about doing that where you got to go you know with when ahsoka popped up and who's grant you know where's grand Admiral raw now you have all these people that are going to go back and figure out who he is and the only way to do that yeah. is he's in rebels so you got to go walk back and at least rewatch that season of rebels to know who he is and then maybe you know you'll get more into it and i think uh I I don't I kind of I don't know I don't want to have to watch even though I love Star Wars it's like do you want to watch everything to get what's going on because that's what they did with Marvel to really get what's going on with Marvel you've got to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. you've got to you know watch all the crappy you know the Hulk you got to you know and and it just I don't know I I don't know how I feel about that but because I want to you know it's one of those things where you want the normal the novice to be able to sit down and be like all right watch this it's awesome and then they, they, you know, if they sit there with too many questions, it's un- you can't enjoy it.
2: I'm sure they'll find a way to work some sort of exposition in there, to sort of an abridged version of what's going on in the backstory. Right. Uh, I think that would be enough for casual watcher to to be able to follow along with it. But at the same time, would give you know hardcore fans or folks who you know have been with with the franchise for years to go back and watch some of those animated shows. So if they could you know, keep that sort of medium ground, middle ground, I think would, would work well
1: right. for it. All right. Yeah. We've hit an hour. Should we,
0: do you want to go into pricing?
1: Yeah. Do we want to wrap it up and then next week go into pricing?
0: Well, I still want to have Jerry on for his thing. So,
1: well, I mean, yeah, but we're going to have, to, we're splitting this, aren't we? Okay. Weeks.
0: Well, let's do that. We'll, we'll go you're ahead. you are taking
1: vacation, right?
0: Yes no we are
1: glenn's going on vacation so he can't record so we're going to do two shows this one so we'll save pricing i guess for the next show all
2: right well cool so we're going to record two episodes today is what you're saying okay that's cool is that all right well let me go pee man this coffee's getting (laughs) yeah we'll take a break (laughs) all right
0: well we're gonna go take a pee break and uh this will we'll end this one for this week. Longest
1: pee break in a world in the world, <laughs> one week long pee break. Yeah.
0: So we'll do that, and uh, next week come back. We'll get into Jerry is uh, he's a big into Sears collecting, so we're going to get into that, and we're going to talk vintage pricing. Uh, so hope everybody have a great Thanksgiving. This is the way.
1: This is the way. Eat the turkeys, people.